0: lift your hands all over this house. Hmm. I want you to listen for God right now. You can speak to Him but I want you to do more listening right now. God's trying to speak to somebody this morning. He's trying to tell you that He's worthy despite all that's going on in your moment, in your life. In your situation if you'll praise him <laughs> you're going to move mountains <laughs> you'll repair relationships if you'll just praise him in the storm praise him <laughs> if you're in this building and you've ever allowed the Holy Ghost to use you and use your tongue. I want you to speak out right now. I want you to just ask the Lord to use you right now. Father, right now, by the blood and the name of Jesus. Uh Oh, yeah, yeah. Come on, that's it. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, oh. worthy is the lamb oh worthy is the lamb. come on talk to him lord you're worthy this morning <laughs> you're worthy of my praise today hallelujah uh, who came to come on now who came to church this morning saying god i need a miracle <laughs> i need a sign i need a word <laughs> Right now, if you'll reach for him, he's going to come to you. But he will not come if you do not yield yourself a living sacrifice. Yield. Say, Lord, here am I. Oh, yeah, yeah. Worthy, worthy, worthy. Amen. I want you to look at a neighbor and say, I agree with you. Come on, say it out loud. I agree with you in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, I agree with you that you are set free. I agree with you that you are set free. I said I agree with you that you are healed. Uh, I need somebody to help me right now. I'm in agreement with you. I'm in agreement that your weariness is going to fall off of us. I agree, I, I'm in agreement with you that God is still on the throne, that He still knows my name, that He loves me, and He's gonna keep me, and He's gonna satisfy my every need. I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor His seed begging bread. I stand in agreement with you. Mike, I stand in agreement with you. I stand in agreement with you, Dan Tackett. I stand in agreement uh, that nothing shall be impossible to you. Ah. Come on now. Come on, push, 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 saints. Come on. Let the Holy Ghost walk in this room right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mm, thank you, Jesus. Woo! Let's keep that spirit of worship. Everybody say, Lord, help my ears to hear, come on, what you have to say to me today. How many know the Word of God is the most powerful influence in your life? How many know it's sharper than any two-edged sword? I want to read to you from Matthew 18. You may be seated. Thank you for standing. I'm Pastor Nate Nix, in case you didn't know. It's been a while since I've been on this podium, so I'm excited today about what God's talked to me about, and I pray that you, too, will respond. How many is going to preach with me this morning? That was one, let's see, I'm going to ask, oh, two, Sister Aisha, thank you, my dear sister, is there, is there anybody else that's going to preach with me this morning? All right. Oh. I'm I'm worried about it, Sister Brenda. I'm worried about it. Listen, I want to talk to you for a little while today about the power, if I say the power Power. of agreement. Agreement. Now, we're going to be interactive today, so I want you to help me like I just said. Bible says in Matthew, listen, this is uh, in the New Testament, the Gospels, Matthew, we find in chapter 18 and verse 18, it says this, Jesus speaking. He says, assuredly, I say unto you, Whatever you bind on earth mm, will be, someone shout, will be, bound in heaven. Uh, And whatsoever you shout, what? Loose on earth will be what? Loosed in heaven. Then he says in verse 19, again, someone shout again. Look at your neighbor and say, one more time. Again, Pastor Stefan, again he says, Jesus is talking. I just told you that whatever you bind and whatever you loose, if you'll do it in my name, I'll back you up. And then he says, Again, I say unto you, if two of you agree on earth concerning a few things, things that you think might be possible, Things that you think are already going to happen anyway, he says anything. Someone shout anything. Oh, listen! I uh, I'm just going to tell you this morning. Some of you are are going to be last week. B- Pastor uh, Grigsby did an amazing job bringing us into a place of faith, and uh, God wants to continue that understanding. Uh, but let me tell you something. Last week, though, as I was standing back here, the Lord spoke to me about the one fact. Uh, if we could uh, understand the agreement of two, uh, then anything would be possible. Come here, Dan Tackett. Come here, come here, come here, come here, right? You see, me, this is just Dan. Hi, Dan. Hey, how's everybody Just Dan, right? Dan. Dan's just a good guy good old country boy being a great youth pastor uh, he's being a good man of god right he, but but honestly are we I, i'm nothing special i'm I, you're nothing special i mean that's what your wife tells me anyway and so i, I was i'm just joking i'm just joking right but li- listen here it is it doesn't take a whole church it doesn't take a whole community it doesn't take a whole city uh, it doesn't take a whole army it do- no it takes two it takes just you and me and and if you and I can get together and agree on anything that we, the Bible says when you touch it together, uh, that there's something that happens when you say in the name of Jesus Christ. So if we are at odds, we cannot agree. I'm going to preach right now. Uh, if I don't like the way he's dressed, then I we can't be in agreement. If I don't like his tattoos, well, I we can't. Why? Because in the back of my mind, uh, there's negativity about my brother that prevents my unity ah i'm gonna preach right now that's why we've got to lay ourselves down at the cross when we come in the building that's why we gotta say satan the blood of jesus is against you why jasmine because if you and i can get on the same page with our faith then we can accomplish whatever god has called us to accomplish If you believe it, give God a clap of praise like you you believe it today. Two, just two. Come on, shout two. Uh come on say to your neighbor just you and me uh, if you and me just two of us if we could get ourselves together enough to say uh, I'm going to seek God not according to my will or my way uh, but we're going to touch this thing." saying Lord uh, it's your will we want done Uh, it's your spirit that we seek Uh, it's your word that we glorify someone shout amen. amen I said someone shout amen Someone shout, There's a power. There's a power in agreement. They're in agreement. One of the things, uh, if you don't know the Meadows, you should. They're amazing women and men of God. Uh, But one thing I love about Brother Anthony Meadows is that if I'm around him, i say, Man, my neck's been hurting, man. I don't know about you. No, in Jesus' name, I rebuke that. I do not accept that for you. And I'm like, You know what? He's right. My complaining becomes a shout for the enemy. <laughs> and when I get my, I, I, I crawl out of bed this morning. I said, listen, I didn't sleep last night. I need to get all my complaining out on you, This didn't I, sweetheart? I said, I got to complain. So just sit here and listen. Don't fix me. And I complained. The dog kept me up all. I've been up since two o'clock this morning because the dogs had upset stomachs. And I was up and down, up and down, outside, inside, outside, inside. I was like, Lord, why do I have puppies? And then they come and lick me. And I remembered why, because I love my puppies right Uh, but let me tell you something uh, I realize in my life uh, that when I come to God's house uh, it's not time to complain uh, it's time to praise it's time to worship it's time to glorify uh, it's time uh, to walk in faith uh, it's time to say I'm going to step out not because I feel like it uh, but because I have a word from God that says nothing shall be impossible for you Nothing the power of agreement. I gotta keep going here. I got lots to, you to say. You listen. It's here that it says for where two or three are gathered together. But shout together. Come on, say it one more time together. You know why I I love my online and there's so many reasons why people should be online and I'm not not saying anything bad about you but I do believe that if you can be in God's house, uh, you need to get together. You need to get together. You need to get together. Why, Pastor? There's a synergy that happens. Uh, There's something in the Holy Ghost. Uh, Hannah, when you lead that worship, when we're praising God worthy, uh, there's something about my neighbor. uh, When he's praising God, when I don't feel like it it flows over on top of me and it makes me lift my hands why because there is something that happens when you come in agreement an agreement in agreement touching anything god says you can move heaven and earth whatsoever you bind in heaven Whatsoever you bind in earth, you can move heaven and earth. If you'll understand, uh, you got to get together. Someone shout together. <laughs> I said, when you get together, (laughs) oh, men's retreat this week, oh, this last week, it was amazing. Men didn't know each other. They had no idea their names. They got together. They got together. Now they're leaving. Now we we got a text group going because everybody uh, wants to be together. You know why? Because there's power in the agreement uh, of unity. Uh, There's power when we come uh, together. Someone shout together. Mm. Jesus said in John 17, Jesus praying uh, that they may all be what? One. Someone shout one. As thou father art in me and I in thee, that they also may be one in us. One in Christ. One in us, he says, that the whole world may believe what that thou hast sent me. The church's greatest power lies in unity. Someone shout unity. I'm not talking about fake unity. I'm talking about real unity. I'm not talking about a sign that says we are unified. I'm talking about hearts that say we are unified. I'm talking about spirits that say, because listen to me, the church's greatest power lies in that unity from the New Testament to now. Because let me tell you, you can pray a prayer, but it's not as powerful as a unified prayer. There's something when we gather and we touch and we lay hands and obey the word of God. When two or three are gathered, there is power that comes. Unified prayer is more powerful than just ordinary prayer. What about worship? It's powerful but you know what? Me in my car worshiping I feel goosebumps and Holy Ghost but let me tell you something. There's something when I come to God's house and they strike the band and they begin to sing his praises and his glory there's something that changes in the atmosphere. All of a sudden my bad day becomes a better day. My horrible week becomes a better week. Why? Because we are unified in worship. Someone shout, there's power in agreement. Uh, Servanthood. You know, servanthood is a magnet. We do so much. You're going to learn all about that this fall. We do so much in our communities and around the world. Uh, But let me tell you something. The opposite uh, of servanthood is disunity. You want to have people repelled from this building in us as a community. Uh, Come in and let them feel like we are all disjointed. That we're all in little cliques all over the church uh, that I've got my section and you stay in your section. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Uh, when we are here together, when we are all, oh, we're brothers and sisters in Christ. So we should be in unity under the what? Blood of Jesus Christ. Listen, in the New Testament, the tithe, the tithe, the shout the tithe, You should be paying yours and giving your person back to the Lord. If you're not, you need to pray through and help God to help you. Amen. Uh, It's mentioned 24 times in the New Testament. The offering. Someone shout offering. You should lay aside a part of your income for offering. And if you're not, I want to talk to you about the blessings that come when you give a free will offering in your life. It's mentioned 265 times. Fasting is mentioned over 100 times. Prayer is mentioned over 150 times. But the word together is mentioned 484 times. There is something that happens when we're together. Uh, and not just in the same room, uh, but we are in one mind uh, and in one accord, seeking the face of God. Come on, give the Lord a hand, praise if you believe that today. <clears throat> Woo! In First Corinthians, Paul writes to us in chapter one, and verse ten. Now I plead with you, brethren. Uh, paul's not just asking he's pleading he's on his knees he's saying please hear what i've got to say listen i'm by the name of our, he's not doing it by his own name he's doing it by the name of the lord jesus christ someone shout lord jesus christ uh, that you all speak the same thing hear me today speak the same thing and that there be what No divisions among you. Mm, I'm going to preach here for a few minutes. Uh, And that you be what? Perfectly joined uh, together. Someone shout together. uh, In the same mind. Someone say in the mind of Christ. Uh, In the same mind and in the same judgment. It is important that Paul pleads with you and me. Understand that this passage is not just for the Corinthian church. But it's for you and me and Pineview church. We need to what? Speak all things the same. What is that saying pastor? I'm going to cover that in a second. Uh, Because sometimes we think that unity means I have to give up the person I am. Uh, It means I have to give up some of the things that I have. Become or character that I have lived out. Listen, hear me today. That's not true, and we're going to talk about it. Uh, listen, there's a principle in the in the scriptures, and especially in Acts chapter two. If you read the second book of of uh, the second chapter of Acts, you're going to find a, a group of people that were very possibly very disjointed. They were from every nation, every kind, every creed. Every, they were very disjointed. They were not uh, what you would. They were all kinds of people. Uh, but you got to look and see what. What happened on the day of Pentecost. The Bible says in Acts chapter 2 and verse 1, and when the day of Pentecost was what? Fully come. Oh, they had had other Pentecost celebrations. Oh, can I get a witness somewhere? A feast of Pentecost was a part of the Jewish life, but this was a different Pentecost because Christ had came and died and rose again, and now that uh, festival was had more meaning because it had been fulfilled and now Pentecost, Pentecost had fully come and they were all. Someone shout all. Someone shout all in one accord, right? Come on now. And in what? One place. I want to tell you that there is a correlation between being in one accord and in one place. That's why I tell you, you need to be in God's house. Why? Because there's a synergy. There's something that happens when we obey God's word. I'm not suggesting that we're not together with those online. I'm simply suggesting uh, there's a time in my life uh, where I don't need electronic digital, Jesus. I need uh, a feeling. uh, I need Something to sweep over me. I, I need something to touch my soul. Come on, someone shout amen. amen. The day of Pentecost full of listen, there's a principle here in agreement and unity. That word one accord, everybody shout one accord. accord. Homothermodon. Homothermodon is the Greek unique Greek word. This word homothermodon, is used six times to refer to the church in the book of Acts. Six times in the New Testament, you're going to find this Greek word, "homothermodon" because it is a unique word, and it means a specific thing. One of the things I'm teaching my guys on Saturdays is that when you read the scripture, you better get the meaning of that scripture before you speak about that scripture, right? So when we understand that this has a meaning that's deeper than just, uh, they were in one accord. What does that mean, they're in one accord? We're in one accord this morning in some fashion. We're in the same room where we got the uh, similar thoughts, we're praising the same. God, right? But it goes deeper than that. Let us understand the uniqueness of this this particular uh, thing that He's trying to teach us. This word "homothermodon" is a word that is compound by two words, meaning this. It means to rush along in unison oh. <laughs> it means to rush along in unison it means to run in unison it means to go in love in unison it means that there's not anything when I when they were in one accord uh, they weren't there thinking about how they had dinner and supper planned and they had this going and they couldn't uh, were thinking about the movie they were going to watch with the kids later no they had a certain uniqueness that says as the church we are gathered gathering together and not just for a good church. Oh, I'm going to preach right now. And not just for goosebumps and not just for a good time with Jesus. Those are all good and important, uh, but we're coming together uh, to do something about this. Uh, We're coming together with a purpose uh, and our purpose is not to stay in these seats. Uh, The purpose is not to just keep our witness right here in this building. Uh, The purpose is for the church in the book of Acts uh, that there was someone from every nation, every kind, every creed, and every tongue. Uh, that there was a uniqueness in this community that said, we're not sitting down, we're rushing along, uh, and we're doing it in unison. One of the most magnificent things you will ever see is the marching, uh, Saturday is watching a Michigan football, and oh, by the way, oh my goodness, help us, Jesus. But anyway, I watched that marching band at the beginning, you know, all the precision, you know, and they look so, from afar off, I and mean, they look like they're just they're just doing things, and you go, wow, that's amazing. That's amazing. And if we're not careful, we will forget that God called me to be in unison with you. God, because if I'm going, the Lord says go this way, and that you think, well, no, he said go this way, then we're not in unison, because we're going to find ourselves going in different directions in the same service. Ah. Uh, so God says, I got an army. I, I need you to be in unison. I need you to rush along. I don't need you to wait. I don't need you to hang out. I don't need you to question. I, don't, I need you to get excited. And I need you to get demonstrative. I need you to get to a place uh, where your passion spills over on your neighbor. Uh, and you don't march to your own drum. You don't march to your own stuff. Uh, you say, I'm going to hear a word uh, from the Lord. Listen to me for just a second. When they're singing, when this worship team is singing, there's moments in this service will you know the Shekinah glory enters this room. Mm. Come on, Sister Sonny, support me just a little bit. You know why? Because there's so many of us that understand. We feel that brush of angels. (sighs) (sighs) The week before, we were singing. uh, What song was it that you sung right before? Uh, 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 Something about Jesus, I'm sure. But um, um, What what were we singing? About... um, what firm foundation that sounds great we'll go with firm foundation right it was something about he never will or trusting god that's what it was about and there's a line in there that you like punctuate about he never will about trusting in him and him failing he never will fail you right and, and there and the the you realize in that moment. Last week I was sitting in that front row and man, there was a moment there where you started singing. You started reverberating. I I, I thought to myself, I hope our visitors don't think we're stuck on repeat. (laughs) Right? Because I'm going to tell you something. There's something about Shekinah glory. When it comes down, you don't want want to leave. You don't want to. You want to just keep saying what you were saying. You want to keep doing what you were doing. You want to keep being who you are. Uh, Why? Uh, Because it's so precious. Uh, It's so magnificent. Uh, It's so glorious. I, I promise you uh, when you're in an emergency room uh, you want to feel that magnificent glory of God. Uh, when you're in a situation you know how to get help uh, you want to know there is a God that knows your name. And so what happens is that we feel that when they are singing. We feel that. We sense that. We, we all, there's a room full but too many of us, we reserve ourselves for fear. I'm not sure of what because I I try to act like a fool for Christ's sake, you know, for everybody's sake. You know, I yell and scream. Why? Because that's who I am, right? I do that at the football game. I'm going to do it at my, my church, right? Because why? Because I am excited and happy and thankful that Jesus Christ stretched down and caught me out of sin and saved my sorry soul. Can I get an amen? So what, what am I trying to say to you today? When we have agreement, there's something that happens. So I want to encourage you this way. I'm going to teach you something right now. When you feel this group up here, Sister Hannah is saying, come on, sing that out loud. I feel that. She knows what she, she's under the anointing. She knows what she's feeling. She knows what's happening in the room. She sees what you cannot see in this platform. I wish every one of you could serve right here for just a few weeks so you would understand what I'm saying. There's a Shekinah that comes in this room that as a speaker or a singer, you sense it. It hums. And it is a part of what you are doing. And it's not you, it's Christ in you, right? And so what happens is when we see that, let's not be reserved, but let's partner in agreement with it. Don't make her beg us to worship. Oh, I'm gonna priest just for... Why? Because if we're not careful, we will be casual with the presence of Shekinah glory. Come on now. Listen, I'm going to keep going real quick. Woo, I'm doing good. Say this with me, we cannot have unity without one another. I had one pastor tell me and I've heard this quoted many times, but, man, I love pastoring if if I just didn't if there just wasn't people that I had to deal with. You can't pastor without people. Hello? You can't be saved without your brothers and sisters in Christ. Did you understand that? But pastor, I'm going to be over here lonesome by myself. I'm the lone wolf over here. And I'm going to... No, no. the Bible says that that's not the way it works. That we need each other. 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 other. Why? I'm going to keep saying it until... Thank you, Sister Brenda. Uh, We need each other. Hmm... Well, my, oh, my, I think I found a spot the devil's hanging out. Listen to me as your pastor. How many believe I love you, right? Amen. If you, I hope that you do. If you don't, please talk to me sometime in the near future, like two years from now. And we cannot, though, think that we can have unity without having one another with all of my warts, all of my stuff, all my baggage, all my things, because Christ forgave me and I am required to forgive others. I cannot, hear me today, I cannot have mercy without giving mercy. Mm. That's right, pastor, you preach that. I want you to stop listening to me and start living what I'm preaching because it's not easy what i'm saying so when we understand agreement listen it is so important that we consider one another consider their feelings consider their hello consider their culture consider all the things that might try to make us feel awkward with each other it's important that we step back and we love our neighbor as ourself. why because if we don't We cannot see Jesus. Come on now. So when we look here, we have to have one another. Uh, There are 58 commands. I'm not going to go through all 58 for the sake of time Um, then the command is one another right the command is one i'm going to read just a few of them there are commandments in the new testament that you cannot obey unless you are in fellowship with someone else and so these require why galatians paul says serve one another someone shout serve one another well you can't do that if you're the lone wolf In Romans 5, Paul 15, Paul writes in verse 7, he says, Therefore, receive one another just as Christ also received us to the glory of God. We cannot, listen, accept one another if we're by ourselves. We can't forgive one another. Colossians, Paul writes, we cannot forgive one another unless we are together and we are, right? Right? how many hate text forgiveness right i mean right how many uh, i hate text pretty much about anything that's more than i love you have a good day because you can't hear the person you can't feel their spirit i'm sorry too now that could go i'm sorry too or i'm so sorry too or "Uh, whatever i'm sorry too you can't tell and that's why God says, I want you to gather together because there's something of a synergy that happens when you're together, when you're in one mind and in one accord, when you're touching any one thing where two or three are gathered. There's a power that comes when agreement happens. Uh, Romans says to greet one another. Galatians says to bear one another's burdens. How many of you have ever needed a brother or sister to walk beside you and pray over you when you didn't know how you were going to make it through? Come on now, someone give me an amen. Amen. You can't do that alone You can't do that alone You have to bear one another's burdens be de- Romans 12 says Be devoted to one another Be loyal to each other as brothers and sisters in Christ Romans 12 also says To what? Honor one another Be respectful to one another Don't Poke your friend Your brother and sister in Christ When you know it's going to cause pain Why? Because that's not living up To the commandment of one another Together. Submit to one another. That's a tough one. That's right. Ephesians 5 and 21, he says, Submit yourselves one to another. Does it say it? I can't hear you. What? Because we are, oh, look, in the fear of God. Because if we're not careful, we will be haughty in our spirit when it comes to one another. I'm better than you. You might not say it out loud, but you feel it in your spirit or your brain's telling you. Am I right, amen? So it's about submitting to God in places that sometimes makes us pause and hurt. This cost of unity is not cheap. The cost of saying, I'm coming in agreement. Because when me and Dan come in agreement, listen, if we're buying a, a boat, right? We're going to buy a boat together, right? By the way, bad idea, right? Right? No such thing as partnerships, right? There's. <laughs> anyway, we'll go down that road later, right? Partnerships are sinking ships. Anyway, so let's talk, right? We're, we're in this together, right? We're going to buy a boat, man. We love the lake. Woo! We're going to do this. So we say, okay, we're going to split 50 50. So, you know, Dan has a car breakdown or blows up, and he says, man, dude, I can't pay the payment this month. You're going to have to pay the whole thing. And I'm like, okay, that's okay for this month, right? And then he, he goes out and he, and he runs the stupid boat into a sand pit thing and, and scratches the boat and comes back and says, dude, I'm so sorry, right? I haven't even got to take the boat out yet. I'm making all the payments and it's scratched. Mm, you wouldn't do that to me, Dan, right? right? <laughs> Why? Listen, listen to me carefully. You hear what I'm saying. Mm, the power of agreement for us to truly have agreement it can't be that's why I never lend anybody any money I give you money and my son has taken much advantage of that and uh, you're laughing because you've done the same thing with your kids too (laughs) and if you're too young for that you're going to still do it with your kids right watch why because agreement takes compromise Come on now. I can't hear you. Agreement takes compromise. Now, it sounds to me like in this story, Dan's kind of abusing me. Are you hearing what I'm saying? But that doesn't mean I, 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 go, I hate Dan now. It shouldn't mean that I'm against Dan. That Dan boy, I get on Facebook, look at the scratch on my boat, my dumb partner put there, and he won't even make the payments. Now, everybody knows about Dan and my partnership. I, 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 I'm trying to get some help in this room. I'm, I'm just trying, right? I'm just trying. I'm trying to not be, you know, oh, I feel the Holy Ghost walking in my shoes right now because I'm going to tell you something. I'm talking about real life stuff. It takes a lot to see someone you disagree with and still get to heaven with. Jesus didn't say that unity or agreement was going to be this easy cakewalk. It takes us submitting to one another. The power of unity. I'm going to keep going. i got just a little bit more to go. Are are you all with me still? I said, are you with me still? i feel like i'm talking to somebody if nobody else i'm listening myself because i'm gonna tell you something the enemy would love to attack us when it comes to unity that's his favorite ploy put some ism or schism amongst the body i rebuke that spirit in jesus name thank you brother anthony right now i don't accept that don't believe it and it's not going to happen amen you should be saying the same thing about your life the power of unity is one of the most powerful forces on earth you believe that When nations unify against evil, we can overcome evil. We saw that in in the Second World War. We saw it in many other places, right? The Tower of Babel in the Scriptures is a proof to this concept that unity can come in both forms. It can come in evil and in good. So we must be willing to be in agreement to stand for things or against things that what others are unifying to bring to us i'm gonna keep preaching genesis 11 and 6 the lord said behold the people is one the people is one and they have all one language he says about the tower of babel about what was going on and this they began to do and now someone shout now god says to himself nothing will be reframed from them uh, which they have imagined to do evil spirits can unify and be very powerful now nothing stands to the name of jesus we know that some shout amen Amen. but a lot of what we deal with in the demonic world has to do with human flesh and desires of the flesh jesus in his prayer before his portrayal on the at the cross and at the courtroom with Pilate, prayed that the world might see a united church A united body. He knew that the world would believe in him when they could truly see him in us. Disunity, it costs us our credibility sometimes. How many of you know somebody in your life that has a poor opinion of churches and of God? Most of it comes because there's a lot of hypocrisy, there's a lot of talk and little do. I'm going to preach anyway. Y'all can sit there. But we've got to understand that the world is looking to us for something they have not gotten. They do not have unity. They do not have. Chaos reigns in their homes, in their lives, in their jobs. It's, 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 <laughs> It's, it's dog eat dog it, it is a place where there is this competition for money, greed and things of this world God is trying to speak to us and say I want you to step back from the place of your own positions and I want you to say Lord not my will but thy will be done I'm going to look lay down some things that I find uh, important to me in order to minister to my brother whom I may not agree with it doesn't mean you change your character doesn't mean you uh someone shout amen, amen. john seventeen twenty one. they that oh he's prayed this that they all may be one as thou father art in me and i in thee that they also may be one in us i read this earlier that the world may believe not that the world may believe that thou hast sent me the only world that's going to believe in the jesus that we're preaching about is when they see us unified around the principles of the jesus that we preach about come on someone shout pastor you're doing amazing this morning come on yeah all right all right thank you i need that i'm encouraging myself i'm like david amen uh our cities are lost not because of the devil's power is greater than god's hear me but it's because we what expend our energies on our own agendas and self-promotion mm-hmm. instead of self-sacrifice we want self-ease I'm just going to say it, we cannot pray thy kingdom come until we pray my kingdom's gotta go I almost say it I'm going to we cannot pray thy kingdom come we've been preaching it all year thy kingdom come thy kingdom come and I believe his kingdom has come I believe his will is being done Uh, but listen uh, there's another level where we need to go in the Holy Ghost and in the spirit realm in this body of Christ and that is that we've got to say not my kingdom but thy kingdom not my stuff but your stuff not my way but your way not my will but thy will be done Uh, there has to be a spirit of mine uh, that says uh, I'm willing listen to sacrifice some of my stuff on the altar in order order to see the world law lo- saved that is lost. I'm being your pastor this morning. We cannot pray thy kingdom come until we pray my kingdom must go. Temptation has killed thousands, am I right? But listen, the spirit of disunity has killed the tens and hundreds of thousands because people get hurt in the midst of chaos when there's no unity people get jaded to the fact that the spirit of god you call yourself a christian how many's ever heard that before right why because they see something other than christ in us romans 2 and 24 and the same and for the name of god is blasphemed among the gentiles through you listen paul's writing to the church in Rome. he's saying through you through you, because you're not living in a way that's pleasing to God, because you're not being honoring and respectful and you're not being what God's called you to be, there is something that's happening because of you. The name of God is being blasphemed. The Gentiles don't believe in me because there's this thing happening that's ungodly. The early church does not pray. Hear me today, and I'm closing. The early church does not pray. Uh, can you help me sister tabitha pretty please um the church listen the church the early church does not ever pray for revival go study it they pray for unity because out of every prayer meaning of unity revival came they preached the doctrine they organized the church and they unified in fact one place in acts it tells us what they sold everything they had and had all things in common there was so much spirit of unity that they said i'm going to give everything i have in order to reach the world that's around me someone shout amen god send them great revival when they focused on the spirit of unifying having agreement one with another listen i, I i'm going to move to a close. There are three principles. Everybody shout three principles. You can write this down on your phone or your notepad, whatever. There are three principles of unity and agreement in the church that must be adhered to. Number one, unity does not depend on uniformity. Unity does not require scripturally or otherwise uniformity uniformity says we have to all be the same thing look the same way and do the same thing and act the same way and speak the same way and think the same way and vote the same way no that's not what it is everybody shout amen aren't you glad God doesn't require you to I'm so glad I don't have to act like Dan Taggart I mean, I'm seriously I mean right I'm, I'm just like I'm joking <laughs> Unity does not require uniformity. First Peter five and uh, two and five says, "Ye also, as what lively stones he calls us, are built up, are built up a what spiritual house and what holy priesthood to what offer up spiritual sacrifices accepted by God to God by Jesus Christ." Watch this very carefully. Watch, watch. Blocks and bricks are uniform. He does not call us blocks and bricks, and they had them in that day. He calls us stones. Throughout the scriptures, we are referred to as stones. The Israelites stacked up stones as an altar in the middle of the... Listen, we are not to be uniform. We are supposed to... mm, No, we're supposed to be unified so stones are unique but it's interesting that every member is not shaped the same Mm, no no but they are what fitly the scripture says joined together Mm, by the master craftsman jesus christ you don't lose your personality or character when you gain your identity in jesus christ someone shout amen so I don't have to think like you. I just have to worship like you. Mm. <laughs> Woo. I have to worship the one and only. I have to uh, recognize that his word is lamp unto my feet and light unto my path. We only have to agree on a few things here, brother. We don't have to agree on all the other stuff. Uh, you like bubble gum and I don't. You like steaks and I like chicken. It's no big deal. Uh, it's not going to separate us from coming together uh, and laying hands on the sick, right? No, 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 you're not here me uh, because when I can lay down my chicken because he likes beef uh, I can say it doesn't matter uh, about our chicken or beef it matters that this person be healed uh, set free and delivered from sin because when two or three are gathered in his name uh, and they lay hands on the sick uh, the scripture says they shall recover Uh, I'm tired of not enough people recovering Uh, we need to have uh, agreement. Ah, am I okay, Sister Tabitha? Look, hear me today. Do not—I'm being your pastor right now. If you don't love me after this, well, (laughs) I don't know what to do. But listen, if you don't love me, you don't have to vote like your neighbor in order to lay hands on the sick together. I'm going to speak to that spirit. I've already spoke to it earlier this year, but I'm going to tell you that is a spirit of the devil why because it brings disunity anything anything someone shout anything anything Anything. my chicken and his beef let's make it my beef and your chicken i like beef so right if i let that separate well, i can't pray with brother dan because he likes chicken i like beef Mm -mm. no i love you brother from a distance but don't be talking to me about your chicken his beef's the best and he's over here going I'm going to tell you right now if that guy says one more thing about my chicken I'm going to have a word with him me and Jesus are going to have a word with him like we're going to lay hands on the sick <laughs> and I'm not sure they'll ever recover <laughs> am I making sense this morning am I helping anybody I pray that I am I, I, because I'm here to tell you that if we don't have unity I'm done I'm, I'm done you should be done why because if we cannot seek unity over all things because without each other we cannot have unity without unity we cannot see Jesus how can you not have unity and get to heaven where there is ever kindred kind tongue and we're singing a new song and it's unto the Lord the king of kings and lord of lords it's unto the one the lamb that was slain from the foundation of the world you cannot go to heaven and be a bigot Someone shout, "Amen!" Thank you. Unity, also number two. I'm quitting. Is that number three? I've said right? I got two more. Thank you, sister, oh, sister Brenda. You know, I haven't preached in a while. Can you tell? <laughs> I'm feeling good up here, ladies and gentlemen. I feel the Holy Ghost. I feel an anointing on me today. And I'm not preaching to just you. I'm preaching to the four walls and the video camera. I'm preaching to tomorrow. I'm preaching to next year. I'm preaching, why? Because the spirit of the Lord is upon me and it's upon me to do the works of the father through him. Unity does not depend on uniformity, does not also depend on compromise. For me, uh, now y'all gonna still amay me right here, right? Everybody still with me? Well, that was scary right there. How many still with me? There we go. All right. Listen, unity does not depend on uniformity, but it also does not depend on compromise. Just because I'm unified with my brother doesn't mean I have to compromise what I believe and am and are knowing myself. I can have disagreement with Dan about some issue in the scriptures and we can still unify over the fact that there's someone that needs to be healed by the blood of the name of jesus and we believe in the power of healing so we're going to unify around the Mm. you hearing me listen carefully there's only one church in the new testament do you agree with that and that's the church that christ jesus established on calvary when jesus prays for unity he is not speaking of denominations hear me today he's not talking about a bunch of churches coming together because they're different denominations or have different names on their signs no what he's talking about jesus is speaking to the real unity around the message of the gospel of jesus christ in our society uh, what regards that regards all values beliefs lifestyles truth claims as equally valid we know that to be true there is now only one universal virtue that I find being touted about and that virtue is tolerance. And if tolerance is the cardinal virtue, then there can be only one evil and that would be intolerance. This is exactly what we're seeing in the world that we're living in today, that there is a spirit that says that if you disagree with me, you're intolerant. The United Nations declared recently of a principles on tolerance said that tolerance involves the rejection, the rejection of dogmaticism and absolutism. So in other words, any system that believes in absolute truth is by definition guilty of intolerance. Hmm. I ask you if you're still going to love me after I get done with this one. You don't even have to say anything. If you think there is an absolute, then you are wrong. Because absolute truth is not the truth of the word of God in this world. It's of individuals as they see truth for themselves. It's like me saying, I'm going to make up math. From here to Chicago is only three miles. And so I get in my car and I'm befuddled because I have to stop and gas. I thought it was only three miles. But in my mouth and in my mind, I have made something that's not true, true. By my own definition. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry. It's above my pay grade to have my own definition of salvation. There's only one Jesus... I need some help right now. There's only one God and his name is Jesus. And that Jesus came and wrapped himself in swaddling clothes and laid himself in a manger. He lived among us 33 and a half years. He was beaten. He was lied on. He was spit on. He wore a crown of thorns and he died on a cross at Calvary but that's not the whole story in three days the scripture says that he rose from the dead he rose to new life and he is now at the right hand of the father That's what the scripture says. And if that cannot be absolute, then we are in trouble. Truth is not a moving target. I feel this in the Holy Ghost. I'm telling you by the name and the blood of Jesus. Please receive me in love because the world is trying to let you say, I'm going to define my own truth. And if that truth is what I think it should be, then therefore it must be true. When we should be measuring our soul, God. We should be measuring ourselves to the Word of God, to the Spirit of God, to the will of God, to the way of God. It's not my job to say, I know better than God. Am I helping anybody today? The spirit of this age is literally saying there are no absolute truths. And when you declare an absolute truth, even when you live an absolute truth, when silence There is those that would simply say you are intolerant and therefore you are bad. I'm disturbed at who gets to define these words. I'm disturbed at the fact that the church is so... uh, please forgive me, weak in their Bible reading that they are not understanding what they need to be saying and how to pray and what to do. Uh, I get you for an hour and a half. Today, more likely two hours. But I, I, I get you for just a little portion. Pastor Safan, he prays and fasts and works all week and delivers an amazing word of God and anointing. But Pastor Dan does this for our young people and for this church. I'm trying to get you to heaven, but I cannot get there with you by myself. uh, We are together. uh, We are at one another's beck and call. uh, We need each other. uh, And in order to have each other, uh, we need to start walking in unison. uh, We need to start walking, not crucifying my character or who I am, but letting myself be willing to be flexible, to be mm, in the spirit of forgiveness, in the spirit of I'm going to pray that God reveals more things instead of a spirit of judgment. Uh, I, 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 to the, the spirit of this new tolerance has a great measure of into, infiltration in the church today. And this is why many Christians have the false idea that all interpretations of scripture are not equal they have this false idea that says that was i literally had this conversation with a man at a coffee shop uh in it was standing in line to get my coffee at, at, in grand rapids about how that the scripture is is well you know what do you re- he literally said to me do you really believe that there was an ark and noah got all those animals in there and i said yes i believe i know because it's the word of god I was talking to the men yesterday about this and, and we're going to do a, a complete study. I've done a study, a 10-week study with this church about how we got our Bible and how I know it is the word of God. Why? You need to know how you got your Bible so you can trust that that truly is the word of God. But if you never study, please, I, there's a little slight dig I'm going to get in here and just forgive me as your pastor. Are you willing to do that, right? If you show up to Bible study, if you show up to God's house, if your kids are in Sunday school learning about Jesus, they won't be. Play, play softly. Thank you, Sister Tabitha. I appreciate you so deeply. And you're such an amazing minister here. Listen, the Bible contains absolute truths. How many believe that today? I said, How many believe that today? I said, How many believe that today? That God's Word, the Bible, is the Word of God. Unadulterated, anointed. The Bible contains absolute truths, and those truths include love, joy, and peace, salvation, separation from sin, wholeness, healing, deliverance. In Second Timothy 2, in the Amplified, and 24, the servant of the Lord must not be quarrelsome. Dan, you're my witness. How many times have we sat together on Wednesday morning and I've said, Learn from my mistakes. (laughs) It's not worth quarreling with uh, uh, and arguing with people because you are going to have to turn around and help them be saved. So stop trying to defend Jesus because Jesus doesn't need any defense from us. His word stands on its own, it's a lamp, it's a light. So instead, he must be kindly with everybody. Mild-tempered, Brother Dan. Brother Stefan, preserving the bond of peace. He must be a skilled and suitable teacher and patient and forbearing and willing to suffer wrong. Willing to suffer wrong. I told my guys, listen, quit whining about somebody that does you wrong in the church. Jesus got crucified by the church. He must correct his opponents with courtesy and gentleness and in hope that God may grant that they will be what repentant and come to know the truth that they will perceive and recognize and become accurately acquainted with the knowledge of it and that they may come to their senses and escape out of the snare of the devil having been held captive by him henceforth to do his will The third thing, and final, I'm just going to read the title because I don't have time. Unity and revival does not depend on you and me. Oh, wait, it does depend on you and me. Nice try. Gotcha. Why? Because, Brother Stefan, I can't do revival by myself. (laughs) We need each other. It takes all of us as a community, as a church, as a body of Christ. The Bible says in Psalm that they delivered his strength into captivity and his glory into the enemy's hands. Once again, Israel, like we saw Paul write about in Romans, the Israelites, they gave power to their enemy instead of giving glory to God. I'm going to close. Stand with me today. (laughs) What, what, whatever that song was last week can you pull it out I don't know what it was but it sounds good in my brain the reason why I love that song and I almost did it to you this morning Sister Louisa Sister Louisa put on her Instagram she's riding down the road and she's singing along with this song and it's so beautiful it made me weep it was just so wonderful that God's children understand I can be anywhere and worship and praise His name In this closing illustration, I want to just help somebody today. Picture today an orchestra, and I truly am closing, no more scriptures. (laughs) Picture dozens of musicians on the stage, each holding different instruments. My wife and I had the wonderful experience. Sister Brandy, Brandy, wherever she might be today, there's... She was here singing earlier this morning. She sings at the Detroit Opera House. She's an amazing vocalist in operatic uh, performances. And she gave us some tickets to Aisha, Aita um, earlier um, at the end of last year. My wife and I were sitting, and it wasn't the first time we'd been to one, but it had been a long time, probably 10 or so many years. And I forgot. I forgot that when you get there and you're all gathered around, there's this noise all the people talking and just hey how are you and all these people there's this buzz but there's there's this other sound and and i and i want to play this other sound for you because it's 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 just it's so interesting here we go watch like really this is the detroit symphony orchestra (laughs) and it's like hey man joe how are you right you see because the orchestra is warming up it's tuning itself but most importantly there's no conductor standing in front of them Mm. (laughs) there's no conductor to bring order They're not playing a specific melody. They don't have sheets of music in front of them. They have no purpose except to warm up and to tune their instrument, their violin, their trumpet, their whatever it might be that they play. It's in these moments that it sounds horrible and ugly. It reminds me of the church and all of our brokenness. Every person that walked through those doors this morning has a story. Every person that walked through oh, that has a story and they're broken. But guess what? There's most of us that have come through those doors and found a savior whose name is Jesus that has helped put us back together again. But then something happens. There's an amazing thing that happens. There's a tap on the podium. And all of a sudden, all the noise stops. The people recognize something's fixing to happen. They pause. They sit down. They begin to listen. And that conductor is there. And he begins to orchestrate with an agreement of unity. No longer does the trumpet player play his own notes. No longer does the violinist string and play their own notes. Now they have submitted themselves to the conductor. They've submitted themselves to the sheet music. There's a plan. We're going to follow it. And as they began to be collected and there's something that happens as This magical thing begins to proceed from all of these instruments. If you've never experienced it, you definitely most certainly should. There's a clear intention. The conductor as he stands, they know because they've practiced. He points with his pointer. He tells them, he speaks to them, he gives them hand signals to identify them as they should play at certain times, be quiet at other times, and raise up at other times because there is someone in charge. There's an absolute truth. Oh, <laughs> uh, listen. 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 fifth if you don't know what was disjointed what was on their own turned into a true symphony see they no longer were an orchestra they were a symphony because they played with purpose under the direction of an absolute who was in charge i pray today that you're hearing this pastor when I tell you that the enemy would love to come in like a flood. He would love to destroy your families, your children, your work, your ministry, everything about you. But if you can figure out that if I have my brother, there's going to be times I can't swim that he'll, he'll swim for me. There's going to be times I can't walk, but he'll pick me up and carry me. I'm so proud of this young man. God has, I mean, just transformed his life. This morning, he called me, Pastor. I, I texted you yesterday because I want to know better how to read my Bible. I, I, I did finally see the text. I'm so sorry. He's like, you didn't answer me. I said, well, get in line, pal. <laughs> you know. But he said, Pastor, I want to know more about reading my Bible. I want to know how to read it where I understand it. I just don't want to read a story. I want to read it right. There has to be a hunger inside of us that says. I don't want to just show up to church. I want to come and be in agreement with somebody. Hannah, I want to be in agreement with you. When you all sing, you should be here every Sunday, but when you all sing, <laughs> when you play, Noah, when you strum those strings, you should feel the unity of the body of Christ that says... <laughs> I'm entering to his gates with thanksgiving. I'm coming to his courts with praise. This is the day that the Lord hath made. And I'm making a choice right now. I could complain, but I'm going to rejoice and be glad. uh, Because he's my savior, my deliverer. They're going to play and sing, and I'm going to open this altar. Listen. This altar is open for some people. You, you know why? Because I really believe that God is calling you to really lay down some stuff, lay down some things that prevent you from truly being in unity with your brothers and sisters in Christ. There's some things in your mind that you have held on to because, well, there's other people that have held on to it. And if they're holding on to it, well, bless God, then I, I'm going to hold on to it. No, 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 no. You're going to give an account for your own self when you get to heaven. So today... Pastor Stefan, the Lord has been ministering through you and your preaching, not in word, but in principle about what we're preaching about today, about being together, being in unity, having a flow of the Holy Spirit. Doesn't mean compromise. Doesn't mean you have to lay down your character. No, no. It means that under the banner and the blood of Jesus Christ, you say, not my will, but thy will be done. Can you lift your hands all over this house? I want you to pray this prayer. Father, help me today. Lord, help me to find agreement with every person in this house. Lord, help me to find agreement with the Holy Ghost, most importantly. Let my prayer life reflect my desire to serve you. Lord, let my studying of your word reflect my passion for you lord teach me to lay down my stuff and pick up your stuff lord teach me come on someone shout teach me teach me lord teach me lord teach me lord teach me to say thy kingdom come and my kingdom has to go because, Lord, you said that you would be a debtor to no man. And when I give up everything, you give me back double fold. Lord, help this church in the name of Jesus. Lord, your word declared this morning that whatsoever we bind in heaven shall be bound in earth. And today, Lord, whatsoever shall be bound in earth shall be bound in heaven. And I bind every unclean spirit that would try to destroy unity in this house by the blood and the name of Jesus. I bind every unclean spirit that would try to destroy the unity in households, in every household in this room, in this building, in this place. Every household that's connected to Pineview Church, we rebuke the spirit in Jesus' name that would cause division. Lord, we pray today that you bring unity in our youth group, Lord. That you allow them to minister to one another and then go and win a world. I pray for Sister Courtney and our children that she can teach them, Lord, that it's it's not about me. It's about us, Lord. It's about you, Lord. It's about giving over to what you want in my life. Lord, I pray against the spirit of selfishness. I pray against the spirit of self-grandizement. I pray against the spirit of I have my own truth and you don't need to worry about my truth. I pray that there is a revelation of absolute truth that comes from the word of God to every individual's mind and heart and spirit. Can I get a witness from anybody in this house? That's why I trust Him. I sought the Lord. And He heard. And He heard. And He answered. I sought the Lord. oh, And He heard. And He answered. I sought the Lord. And He heard. And He answered. That's why I trust Him that's why I trust him I sought the Lord and he oh I sought the Lord and he heard and he, heard and he answered I sought the Lord and he heard and he answered, and he and he and he answered. that's why I trusted that's, trust that's why come on hands lifted I sought the Lord And He heard, and He answered. answered, I sought the Lord, Lord and He heard, and He answered. I sought the Lord, and He heard, and He he answered. Oh, that's why I trust Him. That's why I trust Him. That's why I trust Him. Oh, that's why I trust trust Him. 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 That's why I trust Him. That's why I trust you.
1: That's why I trust
0: you. That's why I trust you. That's why I trust you. Who needs to freshen your altar? God. Hear me today. It's 1210. I've preached long, but I don't care. In Jesus' name, receive that. Listen, who needs to refresh your altar? Is there somebody that I'm talking to that it's been a while since you've put fresh fire on your altar? Has it been a while since you brought a fresh sacrifice to the altar? I'm challenge you today as your pastor. Come on, respond to the word of God. Do not leave this building without saying, Lord. Send fresh fire Send fresh fire Send fresh fire Send fresh fire In my life In my mouth In my mind In my heart Lord send fresh fire The fire of prayer In my life Oh The fire that says Two or three uh, That I am gonna be uh, That two or three I'm gonna show up I'm gonna let God show out in my life Oh yeah Come on, if you need prayer, come on. Come out of those seats. Come on. Oh, yeah, yeah. Come oh, on, let's gather around and pray together. Come on. Let's unify in prayer. Come on. If you're a guest, don't feel obligated. But if you're a member, come on. Get out of that chair and come to God's house. Come to the altar. Oh yeah. Come on! Come on! Come on! Come on! Oh yeah! Come on! Come on! Come on! Get out of that seat. Obey your pastor. <laughs> oh yeah! Yeah. My Savior. My Savior. Come on, unified. Come on, be unified together right now in the name of Jesus. Come on, put put your hand on somebody's shoulder and say, I pray in Jesus' name. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I sought the Lord, and he heard, and he answered. I sought the Lord, and he heard. Trust Him. That's and why. Oh, I, I sought saw the Lord and He heard. And He answered. Oh, I sought the Lord and He heard. Oh, oh, I sought the Lord and He heard. And He answered. And that's why. That's, that's why I trust Him. That's why, him. I, that's why I trust Him. I, I sought the Lord. And he, heard, and, he answered, oh, and he heard and he answered. I sought the Lord. And he heard and he answered. Oh yeah. And he heard and he answered. Oh, that's why I trust him. That's why I trust him. That's why I trust him. Yeah, that's why I trust him. That's why I trust him. That's why, that's him. That's why I him. That's why I trust Him, that's why I trust Him, that's why I trust Him, I trust in God, my Savior. you the one who will never fail. he will never fail. I trust, I trust in God. My